Hello, and welcome to Healthy Bites, an all-encompassing podcast about your health from the Audrain County Health Department. Each week, we hope the information you hear on this show from a variety of experts in Audrain County, the state of Missouri, and the world will positively impact your health and your health decisions. We appreciate you taking the time out of your day to give us a listen. Now, on with the show with your host, Chris Newbra. Thanks and welcome to another edition of the Healthy Bites Podcast here at the Audrain County Health Department. I'm your host, Chris Newbra, and joining me today, we've got the Executive Director of C2C, a new organization here in Mexico. It's Carrie Ferrari. Hey, Carrie, how are you? Good, Chris. Thanks for having me. Not a problem at all. First of all, C2C, what is it? Yes. So <laughs> C2C is a partnership between PRI, which is Partners for Rural Impact. Okay. Um, they originated out of Appalachia, Kentucky, um, <laughs> and the Tehran Lou Fund. Okay. So um, C2C stands for Cradle to Career and Commitment to Community. Okay. All right. So uh, you mentioned the Tehran Lou Fund, uh, or that that's this initiative he announced over the July 4th holiday in, this past, in 2023, right? Correct. Correct. So Coach Lou, as we know, is from Mexico, Missouri, and mm-hmm. loves his hometown mm-hmm. and wants to give back to Mexico. And he's been doing some philanthropic work already in Mexico. We all remember the July 4th celebrations. Yep. Um, and he does a lot of other things for kids in the community. He does it behind the scenes. He doesn't like to. Right. <laughs> you know? So he really wanted to kind of take it to the next level and do something for all kids in Mexico nice. and for the entire community. Nice. So he ended up partnering with PRI, um, who's been doing a lot of rural work um, in Kentucky for the past 25 years. They focus on kids zero um, to 24 and really trying to um, make it equitable for all kids, no matter what zip code you come from. Right. And when you say equitable, you mean all, uh, equal chances for everybody. Yeah. Whether you know, you're whether from you're a rural, small town, yes. Yeah. Or whether you're from an urban city, just making sure that our kids have the same opportunities. Um, and hopefully this work will just build for um, economic success for the entire community of Mexico. Nice. Okay. Let's, let's pause there and go into your background. Where did you come from besides your parents? <laughs> Where did you come from and what what qualifies you for this position? Yeah, so I am born and raised right here in Mexico, Missouri, just like yourself. Yep. Um, and after graduation, I got a bachelor's degree in social work. Um, from Central, at the time, Central Missouri State University. Oh, see, I went to Northwest Missouri State, so rival. (laughs) Yeah, very big rivals. But we won in football this year. Yeah, yeah, okay, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just go on. (laughs) Um, After I got my bachelor's degree in social work, um, uh, my very first job was at Head Start um, with a home visiting program there. Um, then I became a juvenile officer for the 12th Judicial Circuit, which mm-hmm. is Audrain, Montgomery, and Warren. Started out in Warren County um, at the beginning, and then a position came open in Mexico. Nice. Um, and I moved back to Mexico, Missouri. Um, not what I thought I was going to do, but <laughs> life works out that way, right? Right, right. And I have loved being back ever since. <laughs> um, moved up through the juvenile office, became the chief deputy juvenile officer there. Loved working with kids, loved the courtroom, became very passionate about child welfare, 
my favorite part of my job there was really just working with kids one-on-one mm-hmm. and trying to make those um, behavioral differences with those kids and um, working with on change with them. Gotcha. That's when I decided to go back to school um, to pursue a master's of education in counseling, um, licensed professional counseling, and school counseling to really build on those relationships mm-hmm. with kids. Mm-hmm. At that time, um, then I was... Um, pursued by Mexico Public Schools. Um, Kevin Freeman and um, Zach Templeton at the time had a conversation Mm -hmm. with me about, hey, you're really good at working with kids and building relationships and having conversations with kids and um, helping kids kind of make change. Um, We're looking to kind of expand the alternative program in Mexico um, would you be interested, you know, and mm-hmm. hadn't really even thought about that avenue <laughs> at all. Um, but I was really interested in that outside the box thinking that they had, mm-hmm. um, because I didn't come from being a teacher at Mexico public schools and that would kind of be that normal progression. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that was exciting to me that somebody, I felt like got it, um, and saw those skills that I had. Um, I worked there as the director of the ALT program for um, four years there and loved working with the kids and the families Mm -hmm. every day Uh, and brought in different programming like the JAG program, um, Jobs for America's Graduates. Um, And then after being there for a while, I ended up leaving the school and kind of went back to my roots of child welfare. Ended up back in Jefferson City working on more of a statewide level um, okay. policy and legislation and th- changes for the child welfare system. So then um, I uh, am involved in the community with different things. Um, and one of the things was through the chamber, through the sustainability project, mm-hmm. I kind of learned of this opportunity um, about Coach Lou's desire to do something bigger for the community um, and some ideas that they had. And I was like, huh, that's... <laughs> sounds like all the things I've been trying to do or wanting to do for Mexico for a really long time. Nice. Um, And it was really focused on community and on kids. And I thought that was really right up my alley and threw my name in the hat. There you go. And you got your name drawn out of the hat. That's right. So That's right. When did you start and what where are you at now with your with your position? What's, I what's started going on? in the beginning of November. Okay. Um, and so currently I'm just working on kind of all those beginning a brand new organization thing, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. Like um, looking for office space, um, (laughs) trying to create a logo and a website and, you know, just getting a lot of those, um, you know, off the ground things going um, for the organization. Trying to get out in the community and tell people kind of who we I are. I liked how you put that. You're trying to do 100 cups of coffee. Is that what you're calling yeah, that's it? That's my goal. I um, love it. I, that, that, that's, that's awesome. Um, so I have to let you in on a secret, though. Uh-oh. I don't <laughs> you don't drink, drink coffee? coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Very so, nice. <laughs> so it may be a lunch or yeah, it may well. be. Um, so I have started to try coffees. <laughs> So I'm trying to do 100 cups of coffee just with people in Mexico to have conversations. Um, And it may be um, that I think it would be a good opportunity for a partnership or it could just be um, getting our name out there and letting people know what we're doing Mm -hmm. um, and trying to get the community involved in the initiative. And that's the big thing is 
is, you know, you can have all the money in the world and you can have all the support in the world from your organization, but if you ain't got community support, you ain't got much. Right, and that's you know, why I mean, um, PRI talks about it being place-based work, right? We need people in the place, well, you know, making those initiatives and creating the change. And who better knows the community than people that live in the community, right? right. So when we're building, you know, we're looking to build a team, mm-hmm. right? It's, I can't do it alone. Right. Um, and so we've posted some positions, but that's why one of the requirements is that they have a tie to Mexico, Missouri, or that they live in Mexico, Missouri, mm-hmm. um, because that's who's going to help us know what needs to be changed. Where does this go from here? I mean, you, you get it up and you get it running. What what kind of things are you going to be doing yeah. as an organization? So next steps. So there's kind of two parts of um, kind of what we're doing. The first part is we're calling that the backbone work, right? And that okay. is getting the community involved and really kind of doing a needs assessment on what the community thinks that we need to be working on, right? Okay. I am only one person and, <laughs> you know, have ideas, but I want to hear from everybody. And I want to make sure that we have all the right people at the table to know what's working well and what would it take for every child in Mexico, Missouri to be successful. Um, So we're gonna start out by having some community conversations. We already had some um, when PRI came in to Mm -hmm. Mexico before I was hired. And now we need to go back and have more, right? So I'm gonna start hosting those on February 6th and 7th at the Mexico Housing Authority. And that is an open invitation for anybody in the community to come. We'll have several sessions um, that we'll work with everybody's schedules. We'll have some in the evening, some throughout the entire day, that people can come out and kind of have a focus group, really, about you know what's not working and mm-hmm. what's working well and what would it take. Um, and then we're going to just collect all that data. Um, and bring it back to the table and use that information to decide what do we need to work on. Um, we have ideas, but you know we want to hear from what is the community's biggest need. And we can't work on everything at once. Right. Um, so we're going to have to start with maybe two goals, right? What are two things that we think would really make an impact on Mexico as a community? For the youth. Or, yeah. or well. And the community. And the right? community. Because right. um, I think although we may be mainly focused on youth, mm-hmm. um, but how we, to help kids, sometimes you have to help parents. That's right? true. Yeah. Um, so that could mean things like workforce development and transportation and things like that for parents mm-hmm. um, because that's how we help kids. Right, right. right. Um, what are some obstacles that you see? Uh, have you have you delved into that yet or? too many obstacles yet i think just like you said getting that community buy-in mm-hmm. and um, community participation okay um i think so many times people are maybe um a little reluctant to get involved in some of those conversations but we really want to hear from the community um and we want the community involved in this project mm-hmm. i think everybody no matter who you are wants to do what's best for kids sure yeah um as far as you know is this a is this a, is this, I know it's a five-year initiative. So that's kind of phase one. Okay. Right? Um, okay. I think that's been some reluctance or hesitance of community members or people applying for some of the positions. Really, that's phase one. Okay. That um, was, you know, PRI and Coach Lou saying, here's what we're committing for the first five years. Right? Okay. But 
at the end of the day, PRI has been doing this work in Appalachia, Kentucky for 25 years. So I don't foresee PRI going anywhere. I think they're in Mexico, Missouri to stay. Okay. Um, I also know that this is Coach Lou's hometown, mm-hmm. and it will always be his hometown. Mm-hmm. And he's <laughs> always going to want to give back to Mexico, Missouri. And so I don't see that commitment going anywhere either. Um, but really that five years is the first phase. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we'll move into phase two, phase three, and grow even bigger and continue to work on those goals. Now, as I was gonna say, uh, you mentioned a couple other goals, but what are some of the other goals down the line? Um, have, they, have they laid those out yet? Right. So that goes back to those community conversations, right? Okay. So it's all very data-driven. And we're going to create a dashboard, and we're going to have um, indicators that we're always going to be watching. Okay. Um, so we'll always have six or seven indicators that we're watching, but in those community conversations, we're going to add more. So if we say transportation is an indicator that the community says mm-hmm. that they want to see worked on, then we'll monitor that as well. Um, workforce development, kindergarten readiness, um, graduation rates, attendance rates for kids at school is a good way to monitor things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, making sure that all kids are safe, healthy, and supported is a great indicator that we can look at. Is is this is this creating new groups of for for kids, or is this going to be uh, more of a support mechanism for the groups that already exist? I think both. Okay. Great question. Um, I think that um, we don't want to reinvent the wheel. Right. right? Mexico is doing so many things so well right now. Um, I just think about so many programs that are already there. Mm -hmm. We have a great school system. We're not wanting to step on anybody's toes and come in and, you know, do something different or redo something that's already out there. You're not going to come in and say, if you want our money, you're going to do this. Right. Yeah. Like um, we have resources and things for tutoring, right? Right. But – Mexico schools already offers tutoring, right? right. So we don't want to say, oh, no, you can't do, you know, <laughs> don't do that. We're going right. to, you know, we, but maybe we can elevate the tutoring program and maybe we can help that be more successful, mm-hmm. right? So some of it is just elevating things we're already doing well, bringing all the resources together to the same table. Because so many times you have so many organizations all working in different silos, but mm-hmm. we're not coming together to know what each other are even working on. And sometimes we're duplicating services, right? Right, right. But we'll also be bringing in more resources, more funding to create new programs. Um, And that'll be based on what those needs are. Um, Currently, um, if you've heard that we just recently got a grant from Department of Education, Mm -hmm. um, $2.5 million that um, is going into the schools to create full-service community schools. What that means is... Okay, yeah, they don't explain that. <laughs> yeah, so full-service community schools um, is really about a framework of how school um, would look here in Mexico, and it's not just about um, the academics. We know that school looks very different now for mm-hmm, kids, right? Mm-hmm. And that kids come to school with lots of barriers, mm-hmm. and it's hard to learn when you're um, trying to overcome a lot of barriers. So what this framework looks like is that we'll place a site coordinator in each school building in Mexico, Missouri. And that person would be in charge of implementing new programs um, for the school that could um, extend learning time. So that could be tutoring before and after school. That could be summer programming. That could be, um, you know, extending our dual credit programming or dual credit teacher certifications. That could be also removing barriers for kids. 
So helping kids with um, accessing mental health treatment. That could be um, food insecurity. That could be um, housing assistance or utility relief and helping families with those things so that kids can come to school ready to learn. Um, that could also mean um, that person's going to work on family engagement with the schools. We know that kids are better students and have more academic success when their family is connected mm-hmm. to the school and has a relationship with the school. Is that a problem in Mexico, in, in the mid-Missouri area, I guess, is that the, the, the school has become a babysitter for some? I don't think they're a babysitter. Okay, no, well, I mean... I, but I do think that the responsibilities of the school have grown, mm-hmm. right? Just as society has changed, I think schools have had to evolve and change as well. Um, and so that we're no longer just about academics, we have to look at the whole child all the time, right? Okay. I think parents are doing the best they can, and all parents love their children, um, but parents' plates are really full too, right? And so we have to do more in our school systems um, than just academics anymore. Gotcha. Um, How do we accomplish that besides community conversations? What do we do? Yeah, so (laughs) we're going to put more programming in. So that's like that full-service community support Mm -hmm. um, that we're going to implement into the school Um, And then, like you said, have those community conversations about what else does Mexico need. Um, Another grant that we recently received that we're partnering with the school on um, is a volunteer generation grant. Nice. And that's really going to help bring more volunteers into the schools, but also elevate volunteerism throughout the community. Okay. Right. I think there's so many people in Mexico that want to help and have so many great skills um, but maybe they don't know how to help, or maybe somebody's not asked, um, but also elevating the skill level of volunteers, you know, maybe training volunteers more on mental health 101, mm-hmm. or, you know, just really understanding youth of today, because it looks very different than when we were kids. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah it does. <laughs> just making sure that our volunteers, you know, have those skills that we need. Um, or volunteers could also be um, youth that are already in our schools, and maybe we create a near-peer um, program where older kids are mentoring and connected, you know, to a younger kid and, you know, having those mentor relationships in the community. Kind of like a, uh, an expanded lunch buddy program. Yes, I mean, you know, I mean, yeah. you know, right. not just at lunch, you right. know, but also. Because we know kids listen to other kids sometimes right. more than us old folks, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not old. I'm not old. <laughs> I do tell myself that all the time. So, Carrie, okay, so um, as far as what do you need from the community besides people willing to talk, what else do you need? Support, right? Um, We would love to see, um, you know, whether that be through community conversations, whether that mean getting involved um, and volunteering. Mm -hmm. Um, There's so many opportunities that C2C is going to have for the community to get involved. So, um, I welcome any invitations for a cup of coffee <laughs> and, um, to have any more in-depth conversations. I would love to do that with any community members. Um, I think that Mexico is a great place to live. I think it's a great place to raise kids. And I think um, that we're already doing great things. But I think, you know, to improve, I bet the answers are right here already in Mexico. Coach Lou's involved in this. Uh, as far as you know, helping to to fund it and to to, to he's 
probably bring some ideas to the table as well. Right. Have you heard of any ideas that he's brought that he wants to continue? Yeah, a big goal on his list is transportation. He nice. He's heard that over and over when he returns to Mexico mm-hmm. that people are struggling with transportation. Okay. Um, I know that you and I both have sat on several, <laughs> you know, committees and circles, and we've tried tackling that yeah. um, various ways um and we really haven't made any headway no. in that way but i know it's possible yep. um i see you know a similar community of fulton that you know they have a transportation you know system or buses mm-hmm. or, um small you're vans. talking about serve yeah, yeah. serve yeah. is a great service yeah um, <laughs> in fulton right so i know we can do that right. um and we have the capability of doing that so that's something he would really like to look at okay very good Carrie, thank you so much. Thanks. Anything else you want to add? I don't think so. Um, I'm just so excited um, for everything that we're doing. I'm excited to um, get the community involved. Um, I'm excited to partner with Mexico Public Schools and Miss Chastain. I think she's doing a great job um, already and just help support the school and help support the community and see where this goes. <laughs> I think this is going to be life-changing for people in Mexico, and we're going to be talking about this for years and years to come. Nice. Thanks for coming in. Appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Not a problem. That is Carrie Ferrari. She is the executive director of C2C here in Mexico, and this is the Healthy Bites podcast here at the Audrey County Health Department. Thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you again next week. Thanks for listening to this edition of the Audrain County Health Department's Healthy Bites podcast. We hope you will join us again next week as we bring you more discussion on health matters affecting Audrain County residents and the world with your host, Chris Newbra. If you liked what you heard here, you can find out more information on our website, myachd.org. That's myachd.org. Thanks for listening. See you next week.